and welcome again to another edition of FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines, back on the phone, back on the phone from Kona, Hawaii. Um, this time, not only one of Canada's best age group triathletes, but indeed the world's best age group triathlete in the 40 to 44 category for the half Ironman distance, formerly from Quebec and now from Twin Lakes area near Penticton, making his return to Fitspeak is the king of poutine, Martin Caron. Martin, welcome back. Thank you very much. The last time we talked in an interview, um, we had both spent some hot hours in the Penticton sun back in the month of July. You were just coming off a huge victory, I believe, in Idaho. And uh, right now, I'm back in Canada, and it feels like a typical Canadian winter day, or at least for us here in the West Coast, we're looking at about a high of 9 degrees today. We got down to about 3. What's the weather like out there in Kona? Well, this year is a little bit cooler. Usually, uh, previous years we came, it was about 33 Celsius and absolutely humid. So this year we're lucky. We get 30, 29, 31, depending on the day. So it's uh, it's a bit more friendly for us Canadians. And uh, yeah, enjoying the heat so far. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were talking to Jen Annett, and that was about a week ago. And she said, you know, kind of pointless to look at the weather forecast 10 days down the road. But here we are. It's uh, Wednesday. We've got three days until your big race on the Saturday. Um, Have you peeked ahead and looked at the race day forecast, Martin? Well, it still changes every day. So, um, so far, it looks like it won't be too hot. We have, uh, yesterday they were saying that it might be extremely windy at the other end of the bike in Havi. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have chances of rain, mm. which would be fantastic. But every year they say there's chances of rain. It never happens. Never, yeah. The rumors have been... Dreaming. <laughs> greatly <laughs> exaggerated. So you've been, in, you've been in Hawaii for how long now, Martin? We are here on the 26th, so now we're about, today's the 9th, so that would be about 14 days. Mm -hmm. 14 days, 14 nights. And just briefly, you were saying that uh, the legs have finally arrived. Yes, I had a very, very high volume, uh, seven weeks of training before I come here. You could call it... uh, overreaching but it might have turned into overtraining a little bit as uh, I get a little bit of symptoms and um, the only way to recover from that is to do a little bit more rest and uh, that's that's what I did and yesterday and today had good signs of recovery and good signs of race ready so uh, I'm pretty close to my data and uh, it's looking good right now so mm-hmm. I'm happy. I was a little bit stressed out. Not sure when that was gonna yes. happen, but it's it's good now. So more sleep, and then I'll be perfectly good. Good to go on the big day coming up on uh, this Saturday. And I, you know, I mean, from my perspective, Martin, the uh, the race that you're doing there, the big one, the the World Championships, that's got to be kind of like. Uh, 
icing on the cake on what has just been an amazing season. I mean, you are starting things off this year. You had a win at the 70.3 for your age group in Mexico. You uh, decimated the field out in Idaho. I think the second closest guy in your 40 to 40 uh, for your age group was eight minutes back. And then again, you had a stellar performance in Whistler. I mean, coming, you know, what was it, top two or top three overall in the 70.3 distance? Yeah, I was definitely uh, peaking in Whistler. And uh, it's actually the only race that I tapered for. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because Mexico has a very short uh, training before that, only uh, eight weeks. And I was injured when I started. So managed to make it work and then uh three weeks after mexico i didn't taper for mexico because i was heading to california oceanside three weeks after so this one i tapered a little bit but still still trying to get fit for a little bit later in the season and uh there i got second place still a good performance had a really good half marathon and uh, everything was good just and the other guy was just better so that happens mm-hmm. and then um yeah um Kurtland went really well did it ever <laughs> it was a little bit hot so i did have a little disappointment on my run but overall i was eight minutes in front of the next guy so it was good and then whistler uh started the run or second in my age and then i put on about 10 minutes on the other guy so that worked out really well mm-hmm. so really just a but yeah an incredible season all those races went really well um the last time you were in kona was last year and you didn't have the uh the race you had hoped for um it was kind of a funny story tell us about your race last year you know from from the start of the swim to that philly silly uh hot dog incident on the bike that was a, a great story yeah had a decent swim nothing crazy um went nice and easy i'm, I'm not a guy that's gonna blow myself up on the swim so i I swam up to my potential at a, a medium-high intensity. Um, then I went on a bike and I was feeling absolutely amazing. And there's a little out and back here at the beginning where it's very busy because at the, the speed I swim, there's so many people coming out of the water at that time. It's like the, the big group of people, average, kind of come out there. Had a little collision at the bottom of the hill at Putnam. Lanny and then I broke my derailleur and I spent over an hour on the side of the road which my race was over and we managed to put the chain back on the wheel with no derailleur fourth gear from the bottom and I biked the last 170 kilometer on one gear which uh, gave me a lot of time to think about my marathon mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, since my race was over, I became a training day, so I stayed in some good zones to not tax myself too much because I had another Ironman five weeks after. That was in Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made it a training day, and uh, I really wanted to see where I'm at with my marathon. And came in and ran one of my best marathon here. And um, yeah, I had a few breaks. I broke my chain later on during the a bike as well so I had two mechanicals during the day mm-hmm. stopped at the bathroom in Avi and the, the feed station was having a barbecue at the same time so I came out of the bathroom and I'm like well 
can I have one of those hot dogs? And uh, he said, for sure. And then we took the time to take pictures and to send the email to me. <laughs> it was not, it became a very non-serious <laughs> Yes. But still learning a lot on that day. And uh, yeah, made the best of it. Yeah, not only uh, did you have a mechanical, I mean, you, you made the most of it. And of course, um, you know, you totally took that in stride. Uh, Jen Annett was talking about, uh, you know, she had problems with her bike as well. And uh, that kind of threw a loop into her plans to, to do really well. Um, she yeah. went on to have not such a good run. She ran, uh, you know, far, far below her potential and didn't do too good. But you kind of just, uh, you know, had some fun on the bike. I mean, you did what you could to get through it you were just forced to use the one gear as well right well i ended up doing some pretty low cadence at high power going up the hills mm -hmm. <laughs> and going some really fast cadence going down the hills so i guess that was flushing my legs it's pretty good mm -hmm. but yeah the, the, it was a rainstorm the night before the race and a lot of people had issues with their electronic shifting uh-huh due to that water into the systems so now people are getting more vigilant about it mm -hmm. but yeah sometimes uh, surprises happen you deal with it and that's all you can do all you can do and you turned it into a, a fun day of racing and some some neat memories for you know your followers on facebook and the, the rest of the canadian triathlon community look you know that's that's how to deal <laughs> with a bad day you just roll with it and you know enjoy the moment yeah. So, Even though you try to keep it a fun day, here in Kona, when you run 42k in the heat, it still gets a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> Not too fun for the last time, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's look forward to, you know, your race on Saturday. Were there any big differences in your training from last year leading up to this year? Well, yeah, totally made different. Last year I did three Ironman, and this year I did zero because that was the point of qualifying in uh, Arizona after this one. And that race is held in Because I wanted November. to train differently, and I didn't want to overdo it all year. So I, I did 570.3 this year, and uh, I trained for 70.3s to get more speed. So I kept my session a little bit shorter, a bit more intense. And I start planning for this big race early this year. So knowing that in my group here, if you run a three-hour marathon, you have pretty good chances to be on that podium. Mm -hmm. uh, I train for that. That's my main goal. I want to have a decent swim. I want to bike to my potential, but I will not try to overdo it. And I'm going to bet on a good run. And hopefully I'll manage to make that happen. Everybody knows if you do a little mistake on the run here, you can end up in a really bad mindset, overheating, having cramps. You can it can go from amazing to awful in no time. So I need to stay in check and keep my mind clear and stick to the plan and hopefully the body will stick to the plan as well as uh, we all wish but uh yeah you never know but i'll i'll give it my best to the best of my knowledge and hopefully it'll work out mm -hmm. and you've been a, like i say you've been on a 
big role so far this year. And uh, when I was talking to you for the other FitSpeak interview, you sounded like you were so in control when you were doing your bike rides there. I mean, you know what you're capable of doing. You held to a certain wattage and then you just let the half marathon unfold as it would. And some are faster than others, but um, it sounds like you got a very methodical approach to to tackling that in the 70.3s. And I'm sure you're going to have the same, you know, discipline for, of course, the big race in Kona coming up on Saturday. Hopefully, like it's it's i always i don't want to take anything as granted here because i raced it three times already and uh, you never know what you're gonna feel like and what you're gonna look like once you get up the bike and put your running shoes on and actually start running Mm -hmm. i i I think i I went to a pretty pretty dark place the first year i was here so uh, i i know what not to do Mm -hmm. Uh, and now I do know what to do, but you don't want to overdo it. It's all about pacing and managing uh, body temperature, salt intake, calories, um, stay mentally strong. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the training's done. Now it's all yeah. It's about uh, chilling for the rest of the week, keeping your feet up, uh, and of course being in a good headspace for when the gun goes off there on Saturday. Just got to subtly changing the topic here. We know uh, one of your big sponsors or contributors to the uh, Martin, uh, you know, Kona awesomeness is your friends who make those gels. So, uh, yeah. How many gels are you going to be? be sp- I shouldn't be the king of, uh, of, of poutine now. I think I should be the king of maple syrup. Yeah, well, we can, we can, make, <laughs> we can make that change right now. Because <laughs> I can tell you, I've probably had at least 600 of those gels this year. Uh-huh. Uh, very minimum. I didn't count them, but uh, I did have uh, quite a few boxes in my garage <laughs> by my gear. Yes. And, and I go through them. And I brought a, I brought a bunch here, and uh, I'm planning on taking quite a few of those on race day. Mm-hmm. Keep so few- Recarb is definitely my go-to, and uh, it's been working very well, and I feel really good. And uh, there's a lot of sodium in it, so here it's very good. Do that. And then today, uh, I'm also uh, part of Kiwami uh, Racing Team North America. So today I went to the expo and they had the boot and I got there and they gave me a nice swag bag with ah. a bunch of cool stuff. So thanks for that. <laughs> and then uh, there's another athlete from Chilliwack uh, that I met at the parade, the Canadian parade last night, uh, Parade of Nations, all the countries. Mm-hmm. Was that we were uh... chatting and he actually went to get himself a Kiwami suit today and he was really excited too. So. Thanks to them for supporting me again. Mm-hmm. I really think everybody should try my race suit, spider <laughs> juice. Totally amazing. <laughs> Tell you what, you take a, if you can, you probably have a picture of yourself suited up in that, right? I'm pretty sure I can find one. Yeah, maybe maybe zip it over to us and we'll uh, use that as the uh, the big picture yeah, for like. for the interview. Sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we're here back in Canada. You're there in Hawaii. I mean, yes, it's stressful, but the environment must be pretty sweet. But um, are there any folks you'd like to say uh, hi to back home here in uh, the Great White North or La Belle Provence? 
Well, uh, definitely would like to say hi to Kevin Picard, my good friend in Squamish, that uh, was my training partner for most of the time when I was living in Squamish. Uh, say hi to my family and friends that follow me in Quebec. They are always very excited about all my adventures. And uh, my girlfriend's here, so I can say hi to her right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I got a few friends in Kamloops, uh, Sheena Harris and Rob Harris that made me start my journey uh, eight years ago when I went to watch my first Ironman. And look me up look what they me. went and made you do. World Championships. On I know. The, I know. <laughs> they made me quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, Say hi to the Pentington folks. I trained a lot with uh, uh, Rob uh, Shippy, his nickname, and uh, Dave Madison. We did some good runs, long runs on Sundays. Run around Skaha Lake every Sunday for about five weeks straight. Uh, with the Johnny Coaching crew. Johnny mm -hmm. Coaching in Penticton was um, taking care of Uh, all the nutrition there to for his athletes and they let me tag along so I appreciate that and Jen Annette was there good luck to Jen Annette as well on her race she she put the work in so mm -hmm. she should have a really good result keeping her fingers crossed for Jen no mechanicals no tummy issues on the run this year right <laughs> Yeah, she's ready. She mm -hmm. she came here early. She's acclimatized this year. Last year she was a little bit late. One week before the race, not quite enough. It leads you to overheat and have problems very often. So could be what happened. But yeah, no, I think it's looking good. Lots of strong Canadians here right now. I met a bunch of guys from Quebec as well. Strong kids, and uh, it's going to be exciting. Good to watch. Should be some uh, quite a bit of. Canadian podiums on, on Saturday, I would think. Well, we're going to be crossing our fingers and hopefully that rain, you know, does come in the afternoon just when you need it the most. Take a dawn pour yeah. from noon and after. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we can do. Your thoughts like are with Squamish us, Martin. Style. <laughs> Squamish style. Dawn yes. pour and <laughs> So thank you so much for your time there. Well, thank you. Uh, wishing you the best of success and uh, no mechanicals and uh, hopefully we can get some rain arranged for you for that tough marathon there at Kona. I think for me, because of my background, the harder the day, the better. Mm -hmm. Then I have more chance to succeed, but I do suffer more, but... Well, I'll take either way. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're <laughs> suffering, everybody else is suffering even more, right? I hear everybody's suffering. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I think being a bigger guy and um, what I went, anyway, background, life, construction, roofing, big heat, long days, I can deal with that. Yeah. The Quite good. The blue collar guy from Squamish, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll take what it we'll take what what it's gonna be, and we'll just make the best of it. So it is what it is. Okay. Thank you so much, Martin. Okay. I appreciate it.
Thank you. Thanks for your time, Martin, and best of luck. Race day is this Saturday, October the 12th, and you can watch Martin along with the rest of the top male and female long-distance triathletes in the world at the Ironman World Championships. Check it out on the website, ironmanlive.com. That's ironmanlive.com. That'll start running at about 8 o'clock our time, Pacific time, on Saturday morning. Just a reminder, FitSpeak is brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Whether your goals are iron, golden, or ultra, TriJoy can help you get to the finish line. Check our link at the bottom of this page for your free in-person consultation and goal-setting session. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Join us next time when Zach and Mikey and KW will all be back. And for all of us at FitSpeak, I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening.